0: In Jesus' name, amen. I think I've shared with you all before how I am somewhat of a planner. Uh, I like to make plans. I like to know the future and to try to be ready for it. I'm, I'm not a crazy planner by any means. I'm not scheduling out every minute of the day. Uh, but I, I do like plans. And I, I've really, I've been this way since I was a kid, like, like even from a young age, I had plans, big plans, some wild and crazy plans. One of my plans was to become the next NBA basketball superstar. I was going to be Michael Jordan 2.0, which you can see how that plan turned out, right? And uh, You know what God did when he heard that plan too, though, don't you? He laughed, yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure he also chuckled at some of my other plans, like the one that I had to become the next world-renowned magician. I was pretty sure that that was going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, although who knows what the the future might bring. Uh, You've heard that phrase before, though, right? Man- uh, makes plans and God laughs. I think it's an old Yiddish saying. Uh, I believe it's a helpful reminder that life is often unpredictable and uh, we're not quite as in control of our life as we would like to think we are. And so we plan and God laughs. I'm, I'm sure all of us can think of some plans we've made that God has chuckled and, and laughed over. It's true. We plan, God laughs but today we heard that sometimes, sadly, the opposite is true. Today we heard a story about God making plans and, and making promises and us, his people, laughing. That's what happened with Sarah, wasn't it? God had a plan for her and her husband Abraham. He, he made this amazing promise to her and to, to Abraham, and yet there she was laughing at it. See, God, three times at least, up to this point in chapter 18 where our reading picks up today, has has shared with Abraham the the most wonderful plans he has for him, that that Abraham and and Sarah would be the parents of this great and mighty nation, that their descendants would number as many as the stars in the sky. That was God's plan and promise for them, a a plan that sounded impossible, a promise that seemed too good to be true. And so when Sarah hears it again, she laughs. She laughs at God's plans. I, I think sometimes we do the same. Maybe not out loud uh, because we're a little too polite for that, but maybe we roll our eyes or or shake our heads because those plans seem impossible and the promises just too good to be true. I I think it happens all the time. I I don't know all of God's plans for each and every one of you. I'm working on it, so give me a little bit more time. But I, I do know some of God's plans for you. I know some of his plans for me, like like his plan to use our generosity to reflect his generosity. We say that in our service sometimes, but it's God's plan laid out in the scriptures that we would be generous people, and as we are generous, the world would experience the generous love of our Savior. That's God's plan for us, and yet sometimes it seems impossible, Uh, and so we end up laughing at God in disbelief. We, We think things like, God, don't you know that I work hard and, and I have a lot going on in my life and at the end of the day, I'm tired and I don't have an ounce of energy or a, or a minute of my time to give away. I, I need to hold on to as much of it as I can. God, don't you know that, that, that I'm running through some hard financial times, that there are bills to play and, and college education to, to worry about and, and retirement looming and I can't give more generously than I am? So we laugh at God's plans. Or Or take God's plan for your life that you be his witness. That's one of his plans for you. Uh, You are one of his missionaries called to to share his love with your words and with your actions wherever you are, uh, with your family and your community and your workplace. That's God's plan for you. And yet I think some of us laugh at that plan too. We think to ourselves, God, don't you, don't you know my coworkers? <laughs> Haven't you met them yet? Don't you know how closed off they are? Don't you know that it's against work policy to talk about religion there in the office? And don't you know that I'm not good with words and I, I don't have the, the training? We, we know God's plan, but we laugh. Or, or take God's plan for each of us. It's his plan for all of us here today that we love our neighbors, even our really hard-to-love neighbors, even our enemy neighbors. That's what God says, that we are to love them and share his love. And yet sometimes we think, again, God, haven't you met my neighbors? Don't you know them? Don't you know that I've tried, Lord, that I've wanted to? But they they keep on saying, no, don't you remember how badly my neighbor has hurt me? (laughs) So we laugh at God's plans. They seem crazy. We, We laugh at his promises, too, his promise to love us and forgive us and accept us, all of the time, no matter what we 've done, that seems crazy. We, we think to ourselves god haven 't you seen what I see when I look in the mirror don 't you hear all the words of other people and of my own conscience condemning me that that plan and the promises God has are hard to believe for us just like they were for Sarah? I, I think we end up laughing at God. I, I think we find it hard to believe in what He has to say to us sometimes because because, well, we're, we're too focused on our circumstances. We, we look at all the problems of this world. We, we look at all the things we have to overcome. We look at all of our shortcomings or our inadequacies or our failures. And, and, and that's when we begin to laugh at God. But today we heard in our reading this really neat line that I love, one of my fra- favorite phrases in the Bible, where, where God says to Abraham and Sarah, is anything too hard for the Lord? <laughs> right? God is saying in a sense, is, is there really anything you think I can't do? Do you really believe that there's no enemy I, I can't defeat, no obstacle I can't overcome? Do you really believe there's any mountain too high for me to climb? Is there anything too hard for the, for the Lord, God says? Uh, of course, the answer is no. There's nothing too hard for God. And, and God will prove that. He'll, he'll show himself to be faithful as the story goes on. If we were to read the rest of the story of Abraham, we would see that God kept his impossible, too-good-to-be-true promise to Abraham and Sarah. And, and the two of them, despite their old age and all their doubts, he gives them a child named Isaac. But before we think that's just like a one-off occurrence or that God got lucky and, and called something, I, I think the story of the Bible proves this out over and over and over again. Story after story is, is God doing the impossible and keeping his too-good-to-be-true promise, right? We see it in, in Moses, that stuttering old man that God used to rescue the people from Egypt, keeping his, his promise of freedom. We see it through David, that, that little boy with no armor on, slinging a giant down to, to again, save and rescue his people Israel. We see it through uh, uh, the, the fishermen and the tax collectors that God would make apostles. We see it through a man named Paul who persecuted the, the church and, and washed over murders who would go on to become a, a tool that God would use to share the, the good news of Jesus to all nations. Over and over and over again, we, we see a God who can be trusted, who is faithful, for whom nothing is too hard. And, and of course, all of that is fulfilled, most clearly at all, of all, in Jesus, a, a, a Savior that was born to a virgin teenage mom, a, a God who would use a cross and a tomb and a crown of thorns to bring about our salvation And forgiveness. When we look to Jesus and what he has done for us, we see that truly nothing, absolutely nothing, is too hard for the Lord. When we focus on Jesus and we remember his faithfulness there, I I think a change happens in us. When we focus on Jesus, we we move from this posture of laughing at God in disbelief, and and all of a sudden we gain a, a posture of laughing with God in faith. We go from laughing at God in disbelief. That could never happen, Lord. Look at my circumstances to a posture of laughing with God in faith. See, when we focus on Jesus, we we begin to laugh with God. We we say things like this. "Uh, God, I, I really didn't think that I had another ounce of energy to give. I looked at my bank account and I saw zero and yet here you were working generosity through me like I could have never imagined or planned for myself. Look what you did, God. I didn't think I could share my faith like I did. I don't know where those words came from, but, but here you are using me as a missionary in my workplace. I didn't think anyone would listen, but you opened their heart. Lord, I didn't think I could be any more patient. I didn't think that I could be as nice as I was, but there you were loving my neighbor through me. See, Jesus reminds us that we have a God who can overcome every obstacle, climb every mountain, defeat every enemy, a God for whom nothing is too hard. Nothing, in fact, is impossible. That's a beautiful promise, isn't it? And yet I, I think, and I, I don't even know that this needs to be said, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, I, I think that that promise, that nothing is too hard for God, needs to come with a, a slight warning label to it. Because just because God can do hard things And just because God can do impossible things doesn't mean that he will do the hard thing that we want him to. Uh, I I think the story of a woman named Joni Erickson uh, illustrates this perfectly. Uh, Joni was a woman for whom God God did not do the hard thing that she wanted, but he did do an even more impossible thing, a a greater thing than she could have ever planned herself. Uh, Joni was a young woman, uh, a teenager, I believe, when she became paralyzed from the neck down. Uh, She was hanging out with friends and they were playing in a river or a lake somewhere and she climbed up on this rock and she misjudged the depth of the water and, and she jumped in and she broke her back becoming paralyzed. And Uh, After that accident, as she lay there in her hospital bed and eventually at home, she prayed. She was a a young woman of faith. Her parents had raised her well. And so she prayed, Lord, take this hardship away. Do the impossible. Do what the doctors and medical science say can't be done. She fell into despair, depression, because it seemed like God was never going to do that hard thing for her. And the truth is, to this point today, he still hasn't done that hard thing of healing her body But as Johnny shares it today, God has done an even harder thing, something that is even more impossible. You see, uh, Johnny today is an award-winning artist. She can't paint with her hands. She can't hold a a brush. So so she has learned to paint by holding a brush in between her teeth, and her artwork has has become world-renowned. Johnny has also written uh, at least 25 best-selling books that have been read by millions. She has a radio program that is aired on hundreds of stations, across the country, heard by millions. Uh, Johnny has been able to touch people with the love of Jesus, uh, people like you and me, other disabled people just like her. And as she reflects on it, to her, that is the harder work. <laughs> that, that is the, the more impossible thing that God has done, using someone like her, overcoming her disability and all the obstacles and excuses that she ever could have made to glorify the name of her Lord Jesus. And I think the same so often is true for us. God doesn't do the hard things that we pray and hope for him to do. He doesn't always heal our sickness or or the cancer of a loved one, but maybe he uses it to, to bless someone else in, in ways that we don't even see. God doesn't always snap his fingers and, and solve our issues or give us the jobs that we want or, or, or the life that we desire, but, but maybe he uses those hardships to, to bring us to a place of faith and trust that we never otherwise could have gotten to, a place that was otherwise impossible for us to be. God doesn't always do the hard thing we want, but he can do the hard and impossible things that he has promised to do. He can and will and has forgiven and loved and accepted no matter what. Truly, nothing is too hard for the Lord. And sometimes there's nothing we can do but laugh with him about it. In Jesus' name, amen.